It's time to raise the roof for our 86th episode. Welcome back, everyone, to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Right now, it is me, Bree, and Evan. Gibby will be on in just a second. I guess he's trying to get his situation together with his computer and all of that stuff. But we have a pretty jam-packed episode today. Uh, Shane Boz will be making his Major League debut tonight against the Toronto Blue Jays in a very uh, highly anticipated matchup between him and Robbie Ray. So that should be a lot of fun. Also, Boz is up on the team and he's now on the 40 man, which means that he's eligible for the postseason. So that's really cool. Uh, unfortunately, the Rays ended up splitting a series with the Tigers over the weekend. I will say there were some fantastic moments to come out of that. So it wasn't a complete loss, but definitely, I think, not what we were expecting. Uh, and along with that, we have some questions that you guys submitted to us before the podcast. So we will be uh, answering those along with some other things. So, but before we begin with this episode, if you guys want to follow what we're doing here at Razor Roof, Razor Roof TV on social media, RazorRoofTV.com, which is our website, Razor Roof Twitch, uh, our YouTube channel, Raise the Roof, and uh, this podcast. Just keep continuing to follow and support us as you guys have have been doing so far this season. Um, how is everyone doing? today pretty good honestly a little bit worried but uh yeah not bad Bree, i'm exhausted but we're chilling <laughs> also exhausted i had to do stuff earlier today so i'm kind of beat right now um but let's start off so i don't want to talk about the the detroit series right now because that series kind of bombed me out towards the end of it so let's talk about the the biggest news right now in ray's world which is that shane boz the ray's number one prospect and either I think I saw it was either, what, Baseball America's 11th best prospect or MLB.com's 20th best prospect, depending on where you look at it. No idea. Whatever it is, he's a top he's a top 25, top 15 prospect in baseball, whatever it is. Uh, he will be making his Major League debut tonight on the mound against the Toronto Blue Jays' first game of the series. I'm really excited for this. I've been waiting for Shane Boz for a while. Uh, how does everyone feel about him finally getting the call up to the majors? Um, I think it's... <laughs> I can't believe they're doing it against the Blue Jays. That's like, welcome they're to the bad. Majors, kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited to see him. Hope it goes better than the Olympics did for him because that was not fun to watch. Um, but he's really, really good. And I mean, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that the Rays would have called up Wander, Ruhan, Walls, Boz, and Lowe, I would have said you were crazy. But they did it. So, you know, we'll see. I'm excited. Evan? Yeah, I'm really excited too. Of course, we have to play Robbie Ray again. I don't, I hate playing against him. He's so good. Um, I mean, Boz has been very good this year. He uh, five and four, two point oh six ARA, and a point oh a point eight oh WHIP is unbelievable. That's really really good. But yeah, like Bree said, it kind of feel bad for him because he has to come up and. It's going to be a – it's not going to be a rude – I hope it's not a rude awakening, but it's going to be a really tough game for him just because how good the Blue Jays' offense is. But hopefully he can live up to the uh, – just rise of the occasion, I guess. Yeah, he was so in red against the fire. There is an advantage in that the Blue Jays just historically this season have not done well when they've seen pitchers for the first time. So there's that. Um, and it's big that he's a righty too. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm certainly excited. I think it's really rude of Charlie Montoyo to, we weren't supposed to see Robbie Ray this series, but we switched some things around and lo and behold. Here is he this is. the seventh yeah. time, if I'm not mistaken, this is the seventh time that the Rays are going to see him this year. Yeah. I th- we played him every. So in my mind, if you faced him six times, like one of the times has got to be, you got to get to him at least. Wait, how do you- I think they've gotten to him once already okay well then you gotta get to him twice (laughs) (laughs) 
Listen, all I want is when he wins the Cy Young, I want the Rays to be mentioned in his little speech because he's had so many starts against them. If those starts went poorly for him, he probably would not be in the conversation right now. Well, like, let's take him out of the conversation. <laughs> hey, how do you even have seven starts against one team? You only have six series against one team a year. I don't think we play them 19 times. Is that six series? Yeah, that's six series. Well, I thought I saw that, three, they, that he pitched against him. It's always three home, three away series. Well, I don't know. It's either six or seven. He's pitched against them a lot. <laughs> It's at least that, been yeah. most of the series, if not every series this year. But it's like it's like Chris Sale when he was really good back like three or four years ago. I swear every single series against the Red Sox, we we faced him and we would lose every single game by like four runs. We'd maybe get like five hits. It was it's very similar to that. I don't understand it, but I mean it is what it is. But I think the cool thing is is that Boz is finally coming up, so we're finally going to see how good he is and what he can do and. I think it was smart of the Rays to keep him down in the minors because now I I say that knowing that the Rays starting pitching hasn't been the best recently, but they also realize that if you rush a guy up, especially a guy as good of caliber as Boz is, it's not going to be good for the future. So I am, I'm very optimistic about it. I think that they handled the situation well. They brought him up. They gave him enough time in AAA to develop more. He looked really good in AAA. And I mean, I I think that, I I think that now is as good of a time as ever to bring him up. Well, not only that, but like Andrea said on the last episode, now is the perfect time because he's had all that time to develop, but also all these teams that we're going to be facing the rest of the way, they have not seen him. They've seen pretty much everyone else we have. Mm -hmm. Maybe like ends, but like everyone else they've seen, they have not seen Shane Boz. So that's that's a that's a good point. That's that's a good, good point. point. Look at who's coming in. Our the boy wonder himself. Maybe he'll connect to his audio in just a second. If you guys are wondering who it is, it's Gibby. There he is. No, sorry. Hey, we're talking about Shane Boz. You came in at the perfect time. Oh, let's go. So uh thoughts about Shane Boz coming up major league debut tonight. I think that's gonna be um it, it's perfect time for the playoffs. Um he's gonna get few starts in before the season ends probably like one more i would assume after this one um and and that's going to be just awesome because if he comes out and we have like another like really reliable uh starting pitcher i mean i'm not expecting like perfection from him you know but if we have someone who's comp competent another competent starting pitcher that just increases our odds of getting deeper into the playoffs and i think shane boz is a guy who can be like a Shane McClanahan of last year um, coming into the playoffs and then just being able to really help out the team. Um, Shane McClanahan obviously playing a much bigger role in this postseason or will be. Um, so it'll be exciting to see uh, Shane there too. Um, I think he's going to, I think he's going to do really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm just excited. There's a lot of Shanes now. He looked Shanes. really good yesterday. If everything stays on schedule, we should see Boz against Miami and against New York. Uh, okay, so two more. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, you throw him in the fire for two of those. Yeah. So, he, so you have him play the Yankees in New York, and then you have yeah, him play the New Blue York. Jays. I think that that's honestly, uh, in in terms of putting confidence in a pitcher. I think that's perfect because if if he can like if he can say to himself I can pitch against these teams and he goes out and he shoves against those teams that's fantastic especially going into the postseason I mean the, and, two of those teams are are playoff caliber teams yeah and those are two teams that were likely to play in the first round so like if he can go get six innings of two run ball that's big time confidence boost for the playoffs so yeah assuming we hold on to the division but and then. Um, 
And then, of course, the most important game of the series. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting a tiny bit nervous. Just okay, I'm bit. nervous, too, but not about the division. I'm worried about losing the number one seed. I'm not losing. Honestly, I would rather not be the number one seed. I, I, I would rather, I would rather play Boston the White Boston wins the wild card. That okay, but I don't want I don't want to play the Blue Jays at all in the first round though. And I get still... that, but like there's a good chance. Like one game, anything could happen. If it's Boston and Toronto, I mean, I don't doubt that Boston could win that game because it's just one game. Yeah, Boston and Oakland. Oakland's just hanging around there. They're like two <laughs> games not, back or something. They're not good. If if they can sneak, they're if they can get Toronto out and put Oakland in, that would be so great. Boston. I'll Oakland, play Oakland. I mean, Oakland pisses would, me off. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll play they're over. not they're not good enough to make the wild card. They're just not gonna make it. New York could make it. That, but. It's wishful thinking. But hey, hey, let it be known that the most important game he's gonna pitch is against the Marlins. Uh, so just I just wanted to put it out there that I think it's important that he pitches the boss. Yeah. <laughs> if they shake up the schedule, then he'll end up with Houston. So he either gets New York or Houston, but one of the two away. Mm. So that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah way, that's that's uh, a team we'll probably see in the playoffs. I love I love how the baseball gods are like the baseball scheduling gods are like you know what Rays we're gonna screw you guys up we're gonna we're gonna throw Toronto yeah. Houston and New York the last three of the four yeah. series. Also, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> I that was ridiculous. Toronto five out of the eight last eight series too. Like, add another Toronto series to that list. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and then we were, we were all picking uh the Yankees to be one of the wildcard teams last week. And now they've fallen a little behind the pack. So it's, it's really heating up down there. You can't give up 22 runs to the Indians in two games. They've yep, got no nope. hit. Like they've got no hit. What? Four, three times. And then our little Mickey mouse, no hitter. Like it's not a Mickey mouse, no hitter. It's a notable achievement. Get it right. <laughs> well, okay. Whatever. But th- okay. Still three, no hitters in a year is ridiculous. Like that is Absolutely. really bad offense. That sounds like us. I completely forgot about the no-hitter. I keep forgetting about it. If you think about it, though, they have Jose Ramirez, who had a great game. They have, who is it, Eddie? No, he's on Atlanta now. I love Fran Mill. Fran Mill's my Fran Mill, he angers me. He he, he angers me. Yeah, so, like, they have, they're streaky, kind of. They have bad performances, but, like, they have good offensive players. They do, yeah. They're just too, their offense is very similar to ours was in, like, 2016. They had, like, good pieces, but we were just so inconsistent. So, so from from the good of Shane Boz, we go to the eh of the Tigers series, which started out really great and then got even better and then just, kind of fizzled out the last two games rays end up splitting the series uh we we saw we saw a lot of fireworks and excitement but we also saw some very mediocre performances uh from the offensive side of things so uh what was everyone sorry what was everyone's thoughts about the series you can't have shit in detroit and you can't have shit in tampa either that's it i mean just kidding um (laughs) i i loved i loved the brett phillips walk up walk off i mean that was just amazing it was amazing to see um uh, they they took a picture in uh, the, the the fountain picture of all the water up that literally belo- belongs in like the Louvre in in France or however the hell you say that the Louvre the Louvre, <laughs> the Louvre. <laughs> I don't know um so so that was epic to see but yeah we kind of we trailed off especially I mean we fought in the third game but um the the last game was kind of kind of disappointing not something you want to see going into the Blue Jays series uh, a much better team than than Detroit. I don't know what it is about Detroit. They really played us hard this year. Um well, if you look, I saw something said against AL East opponents this year. They've gone three and three against us, 
and I think Toronto and Boston, and against New York, they're four and two, and against Baltimore. Detroit swept New York earlier this year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. They've gone, at least, they've gone at least three and three against everyone in the AL East, and they have one of the best records in baseball since May. They're so. not a that bad of a team. They're, they're really- Can- Candelario angered me Dude. so much, and then and then the dude that sounds like um he he oh, sounded like Hagen Doss. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Justin Morneau or Justin Trudeau or Travis Darno or whatever the hell. Like I Arno. swear to God, Go they now. have. <laughs> they have like eight out. actors on the team and i'm like i don't know who these people are and then the one guy's got like who is it the uh eric haas guy has like 22 bombs this year as a rookie and who the hell are you and you have 22 bombs this year? i can't like, wait until the tigers trade away all their nice pieces and don't make a world I mean, series I'm, I'm telling you aj hinch i like, can say that my dad's from detroit lowest, he says this all the time it's good aj hinch like on the lowest key should win al manager of the year there's I, no reason why they should ever be near 500 what are they like what is their record they're like they're like they're like 72 and 77 or something like that they're five holy crap yeah they're six games under so that i just i think that boggles my mind how they're that they're that good and i thought they were gonna win maybe i thought they were gonna be worse than the orioles this year so and that's just a lot (laughs) so aj hinch should deserve a lot of credit for that because they are not that bad a cuba do that's all i'm saying there's a lot of guys on the Tigers that frustrated me this series, but I mean, hats off to them. They played well mm-hmm. and, and, and the pitching showed up. I mean, I mean, I think Andrea said Willie Peralta is one of the best ground ball pitchers in baseball, literally 51% ground ball rate this season. Had three double plays in the first four innings. I think yesterday, didn't we? Something like that. Something. Was absolutely. looked good though. McClanahan was really good. I thought. Yeah. One bad pitch. I mean, honestly, like the pitching the whole series was really good. You had one bad inning from Yarbrough, and then he settled in and got through like five or six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, Yar- I, Yarbs looked good. Yarbs looked very good on the mound. That's a huge win for him. Same thing with Patino. He had the first two bad innings, and then he got through six, which is huge. So I thought that was really, really good by both of them. Um, the bullpen looked great. Um, ends, and who opened for ends? Was it McHugh? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. McHugh open for NZ looked really good. They looked outstanding. So honestly, coming into this series, I was worried about the pitching. And they I and now we're worried about the offense. Yay! (laughs) Now we're the real race. We love it. (laughs) The offense, it hasn't been like bad like all year. It it was a bad series for the offense. I don't think it was because they're like not doing no, I just think it's funny that it's like the worries went from one to the other. It's like it flipped. It always just flips. It was a bad series against the Blue Jays, though. We scored seven runs the whole series, I think. Yeah, but at the same time, you have to look. Okay. No, I know. It was a tough pitching matchup, but pitching matchups weren't great. But also, can I? I didn't get to talk about the Blue Jays series at all. Rasmussen might be the MVP of this team. Like, I will say he, either him or McClanahan. Because Rat, I believe me, I'm eating my words because I was talking shit about Rasmussen earlier this year. But man, he has impressed me big time recently. He's when he, I mean, he's been a starter for probably a month and a half, something around there. And every single start, he's looked really good. So he deserves a lot of credit for that. Yeah, he's he's been he, he's been incredibly impressive this year. But um, I do want to talk a little bit more about that Brett Phelps walk off home run because it, you know it would it would be a disservice to Rays fans to not talk about that. I mean, I he is he's he's got ice in his veins. There, the Rays can't get rid of him ever. Like, I, like ever. honestly, I agree. 
like he should as soon as he retires office. put put him in the organization somewhere in the front office like literally never let that man leave the rays ever again and like even if he's hitting like zero thirty, 30 like yeah yeah no he's still like like he, we're at a point now where like he's had enough moments where we can't get rid of him he's like he's he he is the this is this is gonna sound crazy but it's not he is the most easily marketable player on that team and it's not even close oh, it's true yeah it's like, true. like and major league baseball can market him that's the other thing is is that like he is he is enough of an anomaly as a baseball player where major league baseball could be like this works I want to know like what his stats are with runners in scoring position like after the seventh inning because he's no, just, ridiculous. Him, it's probably ridiculous. It's like close to four hundred probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. something, I know Nick on Twitter. He he had something about it. He's like Brett Phillips is like the best player in baseball after the seventh inning. <laughs> something ridiculous. Yeah, it, he must. It must be some crazy. He's on some other shit. I swear to God, that man is like and. Um, I don't know the last time I've seen a ball hit onto the concourse in right field. Yeah. Like, oh my like God. He, yeah, like no. he didn't just hit that. He destroyed that. Yeah, that was that no doubter. Been, no doubter. Got to be top three for this home runs he's ever hit. Yeah. For like, sure. But like it, guys don't, I mean, even at the trop guys don't hit it onto the concourse. Like that ball was murdered. Yeah, just he, he really got, he's not even and, the biggest guy. Like, I don't even know how he got so much power on that. It's crazy. Yeah, and even right before the pitch, Brian Anderson, he was like, yeah, like, it's a 3-1 count. Basically, he's got to wait just for that perfect pitch, and if he doesn't get it, don't swing. And then he swings, and Stats is like, well, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> and that perfect, bat perfect flip. Moment. My God, I think – I wasn't think, even like a flip. Yeah. He, like <laughs> he just threw it. it. <laughs> he just like – he just threw it, like – it still like, hasn't come down. Yeah, it still hasn't come. No, no. Some, some, some jerk on Twitter was like, "Oh, they, oh, it came down." Yeah, that guy's a loser. Oh yeah, thanks, guy. Yeah, we know that's how gravity works. Thanks. Yeah, gravity, <laughs> gravity's still here. Wow. People saying, "Oh, the next dead bat, he's getting one right in between the numbers." I'm like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no, he's not. Wait, you put out like Jewish mom there for a hot second. <laughs> 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 oh, look at that! He's pulling out one right in between the numbers. Oh my god! <laughs> the Tigers have no interest in hitting him back. They couldn't give a shit about what happened in that game. I guarantee nah, you. Not like, they were like, all right, whatever. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's pretty. Just cool. trying to get to the next season. Li- it's like, and the Tigers years. are like, oh, that was pretty cool. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, we'll be on national television because of that game. That's sick. <laughs> sick. No offense, but yeah, they're surrounded by all the other Detroit sports teams. So they're like, oh, what's new? Yeah. Like, yeah. Detroit. You can sports. say that. It's okay. They all know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel so bad for Detroit. Everyone know everyone from Detroit but, knows. They don't you you can you can say that and they'll be like, yeah, Yep. I just yep. want to show my super team though. Hey, the Tigers are the best pro team in Detroit right now, if if that means something, which is just insane to think about. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> hey, if Jared Goff has something to say about that, no, no, he let's see. He's, he's gonna have absolutely nothing to say about that. <laughs> it's they, not gonna think, be good. I don't think the Lions are gonna win. Hey, hey great, great game two weeks ago though, or hey, wait, last week, I guess. Hey, wait, do the Lions play the Bucks this year? Because if they do, Brady's gonna torch his ass. Oh, I get uh, just like the Super Bowl. Not Actually, good. Brady didn't torch him. No, no, no. That no, the that was no, that was. That was the most boring three. Super Bowl of all time, but that's another story. But like, if they play in the regular season, Brady's gonna torch his ass. <laughs> I was downtown by the second half. I didn't watch the second half of that Super Bowl because we were already celebrating. 
Oh, wait, All you're talking right, well, about okay for the, for the Super go. Bowl. Wait, Evan, Evan's got to leave for class because you know we are we are working He's people here. Very studious. Yes. All right. Well, Evan. Uh, See you later. Best of luck with class. Thank you. Raise up. Raise up always. Raise up always. All right. All right. So now it is just me, Bree, and Gibby. Um, do we have anything else to say about the Detroit series? Um, Luplo's good. Yeah, Luplo's Luplo might been, be the Luplo's next been, thoughts. He's been as good with the like. I think I saw someone put. I think maybe it was Matt put up his stats um, compared to Cruz's stats since they've joined the Rays, and it's basically identical, which is kind of weird to think about because I, I don't know. I wouldn't have thought that Luplo would have done that, but I mean, hey, shout out to Jordan Luplo. I think every time Luplo has been in a starting lineup, when when I went to the game, he went to he hit a home run. It's been I've seen two games. He's hit two run- home runs, and I'm like, wait, who hit that? Oh, it was Luplo. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like He's him good a lot. At baseball. He's a very razy player. Yeah. He fits well. I think that was a good trade. I he mean, might I feel be the bad one. TJ Johnson, though. He might be the one to come up big in, in uh, oh, yeah. this postseason, honestly. He's have a Brett Phillips moment. Exactly the one to have a Mike Brasso, Brett Phillips, Dan yeah. Johnson. He's he's the next one. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. What about Taylor Walls? Maybe like Taylor Walls will just come out of nowhere and do something like that. Well, Taylor Walls is already good. I'm uh, sorry. I know people don't want to hear it, but he is good. So come uh, <laughs> Bye now. Bye now. Buy stock now. It's high. Let's uh we're gonna take a quick break right now. Uh and then we'll be back. We are going to answer some of your questions that you guys submitted before the pod and talk about the Blue Jays series and some other things on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Raise the Roof is partnered with Smack Apparel to help you talk the talk with your favorite sports teams. They have fantastic designs with great comfort at great prices. Tampa Bay sports fans, they have you covered with great Rays, Bucks, and Lightning gear, some that you might have even seen players wear. Raise the Roof listeners, we have a special deal just for you. Go to our affiliate link under the bio of our Twitter account to purchase your own Smack Apparel wear, and you'll be helping us out in the process. Thanks to Smack Apparel again for supporting Raise the Roof. Smack Apparel. Talking the talk since 1998. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise Roof. Uh, first off, if you guys haven't gotten any of those Smack Apparel shirts, I know we just did our ad read, but if you guys haven't gotten any of those, uh, considering the fact that Brett Phillips literally just hit a goddamn walk-off bomb. Get your hurts up, guys. Yeah, get your hurts up. Get those shirts. Just click uh, the link under our bio on our Twitter account, and you guys will be able to find them there, and you guys will be able to get any shirts that you want with Smack Apparel. They're great. Get the shirts. Just do it. They look awesome. And hopefully there'll be some more designs coming out soon, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we have some questions that you guys submitted to us, and we are going to answer them. So the first question that you guys had for us, uh, it comes from uh, Adam Tabrug. Tabrugi. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm mispronouncing that name, uh, but at, at Adam Tabrugi on or Tabrug on Twitter, uh, should Lewis Head be part of the postseason rotation? Any other surprise names there? The rotation? No. Or I mean, oh, okay, maybe he meant like bullpen. Bullpen. Yeah, yeah. I think he just meant like part of the pitching staff for the postseason. I mean, so we've kind of said this before, but before each round, they can set their um, their and and he's on the forty man, right? So they don't have to worry about that. Okay. They don't have to worry about that. But so what they're what they did last year, what they're probably gonna do again is you have your bullpen for the ALDS. And if they advance, they can have different ones for the ALCS. So if someone like if someone like Lewis Head is in the ALDS bullpen and he pitches a lot and they're like, okay, we probably need a fresh arm for the ALCS, they'll put someone else in there. Um mm-hmm. but 
I mean, I could see them doing that. He He's definitely good enough to be in the bullpen throughout. It's just, you know, what kind of, they're probably going to, it's going to be matchup based, honestly. Yeah, so, I think we'll definitely see him in the yeah, postseason. We're gonna, he's going to pitch in the postseason. He's going to be there. I don't then, know if he's consistently. Then, but What about the surprise yeah. names? Any surprise names? I mean, I think Shane Boz is a surprise name. I like that. I, I like having Boz in the postseason rotation. Or, I mean, just in the postseason pitching uh, loop. I think that that would be fun. All right, let's go to UK Rays boy uh, at Good Brother Pat on Twitter said, if Stu slash Eric let you make one move this offseason with no restrictions, what do you do? Or Move the Rays to Tampa. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, woo! we appeased everyone. <laughs> I just, I really wanted Kenta Maeda, but then he got injured. So I don't know. That was, that was my hope and dream. Oh, but who else would I pick? It, this is if we had like control at like the all-star break, right? Like if we got to pick someone up. It just know. says with no restrictions. Oh, okay. So it's like. There's no trade deadline in, in this hypothetical world. Yeah, I guess this is hypothetical world, sure. Mm. Bree, if you if you have one, feel free to chime in. Okay, well, the kind of realistic slash selfish one that I would do is extend time class now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> That's a good one. But as far as getting somebody, I really want Zach Grinke. So. Ooh. Hey, you want to know what would be the most raised move ever if there was no trade deadline? They would get Yoshi Susugo back today. <laughs> today. Because he's doing so good on the Pirates still. And he's you were all like wrong for making fun of me. All of you, all you fans, you were all wrong. Great. You were all wrong. They I just didn't want Yoshi Cook, and they just didn't have time here. Yeah, yeah, they Man's, didn't have time Man's to let him cook right for like a whole season, but it's fine. Man's, but Man's they would bring him, they would right totally now. bring him back if they could. They would be like, oh, this is perfect. He's like, he's cheap, he's whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a selfish move. Uh, trade <laughs> yeah. tr- trade to get Joe Ryan back for the Twins. Oh, I like <laughs> that one. Yes, I like that one. Yeah, I think that's good. Like, <laughs> Snell back. <laughs> oh, we just bring everyone back. I mean, uh, it's, it's a raised move. Like, it's the raised thing to do. Now see, to bring see I back. would be fine with not giving up Snell. I would want Ground Chuck back. I want, I want my boy Charlie <laughs> Morton. I want him back, Uncle Charlie. You know who we don't want back though? Hunter Renfro. Uh, uh sometimes we do, but then Hunter Renfro I, turns into Hunter Renfro. I have, yeah, I, I was gonna say I have no hope of him being Hunter Renfro this year with the race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but mine. That's not a former Ray. I would like Zach Greinke. I like that. I'm oh, trying to think yes. of like one. I feel like would... he's a good he's a good Rays guy to have too. Like oh, you'd like it here. Here's my other one. Package deal with the Orioles, Mullins and Mancini. Oh, <laughs> or, yes. or, or 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 at, at least just Mancini, because I love Drake Mancini. <laughs> and then give up, I don't know, give up someone, give up like G Man Choi and another person, because then you could put Mancini at first base and that would be great. I'd be Absolutely. I'd be hundred percent in for that. That'd be so much fun. I I, I love Trey Mancini. I don't know. Did about, you guys? How about see we the... get Eric? How about we get Eric to double down on getting Shohei Otani from the Angels? Like spend two oh, billion dollars. Two billion. Shohei. Give him the franchise. How about that? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I know that's like one that we could do with no restrictions, but I'd still rather. I, yeah, I mean, I, no, it's it's. I'm very doing like yeah. I'm doing like realistic with no restrictions. Yeah. We could get crazy. We could do it. Grant Granky would be fun. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like of of like another one that we could do with like no restrictions. That would be really interesting. I think I think the Maryland person in me would want Lamont Wade Jr. from the Giants. He's good. Yeah. 
that would be fun to have him in the outfield. But like, they don't need him in the Wanda's outfield. It's not unrealistic. I mean, we don't have a place to put him, but he could be a DH. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. What about like trading with the Mariners to get Julio Rodriguez? Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be so mad. <laughs> no, screw it, Adley. I give me Dadley. I want him. Package deal Mancini and Dadley from the Orioles, and then we give up, guys. I'm in. But like then again, that would mean no Zunino. But I like Mike Zunino. Oh man, this is so difficult. It doesn't have to mean no Zunino. It could mean no Mejia. Oh, that's true. I do love Mejia though. <laughs> More than Zunino, Alex? No. No. And I don't love him more than Dadley. I can tell you that. <laughs> I still love him, though. Other questions? Yeah, Ben Intendi from the Royals. That's the one last one. I don't know. Or or like or that. the uh, or or the uh, the go to trade Whit Merrifield, <laughs> the one that literally everyone it just does at some point. All right. Matt Germain. I'm sure you guys know he uh, is hey. with us. He asked what kind of beer is best to drink while watching the game at home or at the trot. I, I like Yingling, so I just drink a lot of Yingling. But I like the IPAs they sell there, too. I don't, I forgot what they were called. They have that, like, four-seam one. That's oh, like my exclusive. God. But I like I like going to the Phillies uh, spring training facility. They have the they have uh, Line and Kugel's Summer Shandy on tap, and that, ta- that tastes like lemonade. And Summer Shandy's really good. I have to concur on that it's one. Re- it's really good. It's really hey, good. Hey, it's called I don't like fruity beers either, but that, that's just mountain. That's just lemonade, honestly. I'm gonna so. come down just for spring training so I can go drink some summer shandy with honestly you know, give you over a baker ballpark. It's good. Great house good. Bree, do you have any do you have any beer suggestions? Of course. Of course. Well, I, I think I, I think we uh, I'll agree with Gibby. I am a Yingling guy. Yingling is a beer that is local to Philly. It's Germany. also local to Tampa because there's a there's a brewery here too. Yeah, so it works both ways. And then I am, I am a fan of summer shandy. I would I mean yeah, I I'd, I'd probably go with Yingling more just because Yingling's kind of just. Also, like they sponsor USF, the Yingling Center. Yeah, that's true. Um, Tyler the Creator's going to be Yingling Center soon for his "Call yeah. Me If You Get Lost" tour. If you guys want to get tickets, ooh, that's true. Yeah, one time is... he's one time I saw him at Wawa after he did his first tour in Tampa. Or what? He was literally just messing. How around. have you never told us about this? I was I was filling this up my man gas, is a legend. <laughs> and he and he walks out. And like, there's like a whole entourage of people. He was just really messing around in there. Like, he was doing some shit. <laughs> <laughs> they like kicked him out. <laughs> he, was, he was too boisterous. I love it. Imagine kicking Tyler the Creator out of your Walmart yes. store. That like, that's yeah. hilarious though. That 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 you actually saw him just like out yeah. open in his own element. In I his own it. element, he's he's just like he is all the time. Oh, I'm sure. He doesn't change. Oh, I'm sure. All right, uh, Michael Weston. Uh, um on twitter said thoughts on the new so uh thoughts on boz and where we stand on the odds given to make the postseason i think we're underrated just my opinion i mean we're gonna make the postseason i'm fairly confident about that it's either gonna be today or tomorrow that it happens yeah um yeah fairly confident yeah um the only thing i am concerned about is the number one seed um at this point but let's see we are aren't the rays like four five games six games up on that four they're four games up so but we have a series with houston so i mean they can make up ground yeah they can make up ground i mean we only have to win by one game i'm not too concerned about it but like you know it's not as secure as it was a week ago when we had eight game lead yeah yeah but um, i mean like evan said earlier it may not be the worst thing if toronto wins the wild card 
then we don't have to play Toronto if we're not the number one seed. It's always nice to not play Toronto. Yeah. So, I mean, it it doesn't really matter. I don't think, I mean, worst case, we end up playing um, the White Sox first round, which, like, I'm not afraid of them necessarily. No, no, and we showed what the Rays could do against the White Sox the last time they played at the Trop. And, like, if they're doing a four-man rotation, the one that – they'd be stupid not to put Dallas Keuchel in there, but he's probably the one they're not going to put in, which is good for us because we're – he's a lefty that throws soft and we just can't do that. (laughs) But anyways, uh, yeah, I'm not at all concerned about them making the postseason. It's just kind of where they're seated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gibby? I mean, I would say the same thing. Like, yeah. I think postseason is all but secured, yeah. but the first seed is definitely uh, still contentious, and it's a good or bad thing depending on if your name is Evan Lynch or something. You know, um, I think <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely liked playing Toronto last year in a three game where if like we lost the first game, we'd be like, okay, we can come back. But now it's just a now it's back to just the one off. Um, you go home if you lose, kind of situation with the wild card or no no we'll, we'll be in a series with them sorry yeah, we'll have a five game series um so i like that in a series honestly yeah like we're not we're not in an elimination game so i mean it's i just, think we can't let it get too out of hand if, i think it'll be interesting like, I, think also, it, I i fully believe that we can beat any of these teams like i know i know yeah. the blue jays are really really good but we've seen them so much it can't keep going their way i refuse to believe that plus wander's gonna be back Hopefully. Yeah, honestly, the uh, Wander not being in the lineup has caused way more, like, it, it's just kind of crazy to think of of the impact that he's honestly, had. Honestly, I, I don't even think it's that. I just really think they're going through a cold spot right now. Because even before Wander was here, like, the offense was fine, to be honest with you, in the beginning of the season. Except, well, I guess April was bad. Well, I just think that, like, they got better with him, and then now they're, like, trying to figure out life without him. and then Better because he gets on base just every single time, literally. So Hey, hey, that's what Brad Pitt likes. He gets on base. So, obviously, it's going to be better with him here, and I really hope that Wander is honest with himself and the Rays as far as him not coming back too early because I know he wants to be back. I know it's probably hard for him sitting on the bench and watching Mm -hmm. them kind of slide right now. So being a young guy, I hope he doesn't rush back because if we lose him again because he comes back before he's ready, then I'll be concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes definitely want sense. him more for the postseason. Yeah, you don't want to rush him back to this end of the regular season. But we do love Wander; he's the best. We do love Wander. Yeah. All right, we have two more questions here. Uh, what do you? Uh, so this is from Ray Zone hashtag Vamo Viraguto. I, I don't know what that hashtag is, but shout out. It's um at at Sting Ray Zone on Twitter. Uh, what do you think about Jordan Luplo's growth as a player? Yes. Yes. Good questions right here. Loop long gone, baby. Oh, I like that. I like that. Hey, I come up with these things. This is this is why they pay me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually super excited when he came over in the trade. I know most people are like, well, where's he going to play and everything? But he's here and he's doing the dang thing. He's a specialist against lefties. He's crushing lefties right now. Um and that's his role. He's not going to be in there against righties most of the time. Although I believe during, I don't know if it was the first Detroit series or if it was Toronto, but he hit something off a righty that ended up good. So, you know, Woo! I love him in there. Um, he, we've been putting him at first. He was not a first baseman before he came over here, but he's slid in there pretty well. He's done a good job. So, um, 
yeah, he's developed honestly a lot already since he's come over, which I think is good to see. And, you know, it's always nice to have someone who can hit lefties. Yeah, definitely want him in like a pinch hit role if we're against the lefty in late innings. That's that's where that's where he'll come in. And we've already said it. We I think he's going to come up big this postseason at some point. So I like I, I I like his progression. Every time I go watch a game, he's doing good if he's if he's playing. Um, so I, like I, I, the I love the guy. He's developed so well. The op- the optimism is high for sure. And then the other question from Stingray Zone is. How do you think that the Rays will look to their prospects now that they have dominated the minor leagues? Do you think we will see a new approach prioritizing homemade prospects over veterans from other teams? As far as like this year or going forward? I'm Uh, I'm assuming going forward. And and I mean, the Rays have been really good in the minors for a while now. Uh, And this year was something else. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Talk about like literally like just the best in every Emmy postseason, postseason, postseason best. Like if you don't know what we're talking about, the Rays at every single minor league level won their like little division thing, at least. And the Durham Bulls won the whole triple A, like the best Mm -hmm. record out of every triple A team. Because they're the best. Yeah, they're the best. But so, yeah, yeah, we I think I think we are going more towards a I mean, I think we've always kind of been like a home. We've had homegrown players a lot. But I feel like with like addition of like walls and like brew, but like a lot of those guys do come over for tr- from trades. Yeah, that's, so that's true. part that's of true. it. So I I think it'll be a combination of not only trades but also guys that they draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's always going to be a combination. But honestly, just because of how the rosters are looking kind of now, there are probably going to be some kind of bigger name prospects that we trade this offseason again. Not Definitely. like maybe top ones, but kind of like how we traded Libertor that one time for yep. Rosarena and Martinez, something kind of like that, because uh, I don't have the list of who we need to protect in rule five, but I believe there are a lot of them and I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work. So I would not be surprised at all to see some of those guys kind of leave in trades, which isn't the worst thing. Like, obviously it sucks to give up players that you know are going to be good in the future. However, looking at we have what we have now, I mean, our rotation next year, just just looking at rookies, you have McClanahan, Patino, Boz, um, Rasmussen could be in there. Um, Fleming could be in there. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody else. Yarbs. I, I know, I know, I, think, I know. He's not a rookie, but. I think he's getting traded, to be honest with you. But. Oh. Um, yeah. Hot take. I don't think it's a hot take, but. <laughs> well, it's a take. <laughs> they did, they did uh, at his. His arbitration. At his arbitration, they kind of screwed him over, yeah. He might want to go. Just because we have all of those guys coming in and Yanni Chirinos is coming back. Like Yeah. I Yanni. Oh my god. <laughs> Everyone forgets so that like Yanni Yanni used to exist yeah. and he's been gone exist. for two years. He's really good. So I, I mean the rotation, like we don't really have spots, and that's excluding McKay and Honeywell too. Yeah. They're also there and Romero and Myers, who have also done really well in AAA. So how how do you even deal with that there's just there's no shortage of talent i don't feel i don't feel like it's really a problem it's like a problem that we have too much talent it's a good problem to have it's a good problem to have so i wouldn't be surprised if they traded some of that talent for help at the major league level definitely season um whether that's we could probably use a veteran arm in the rotation because we have so many rookies right now um that could be a free agent signing like a green key or it could be you know a trade Man, or, you're gonna manifest Granky into reality, aren't you? I've been manifesting Granky for two years now, but 
Oh, I didn't realize that it's been that long. Jesus Lord. Yeah. It's been a long journey. Yeah. It's been a but, long journey. I mean, that veteran, it could come in someone like Yarbs or, um, I mean, Trinos is not a rookie, so he's kind of a veteran, but he's been gone for two years. I don't know. Yeah, he came up in 2018, so I mean, this is basically will be his third full season, so. So we'll see. I don't really know, but there's a lot of talent around the organization. Yeah, so I'm just glad we're getting the other side of this, uh, of this Archer trade. I mean, we have literally all the pieces in the trade. And now it's just it, it just pay off. It just it just pays off more and more as time goes on, mm-hmm. and it we'll really we'll just does. see it. it it's really it's does. it's an it's an insane trade. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of that trade, uh, let's go into the Blue Jays series. Obviously, Shane Boz will be starting Game One. Bree, what are I mean? I already said the pitching matchup for Game One. Boz versus Robbie Ray. Bree, what are the pitching matchups for the other two ser- uh, for the other two games in the series? Yeah, second game is Manoa Rasmussen. Which was that the same matchup as last time, or was Manoa facing someone else? I know Rasmussen pitched, but I don't know. Rasmussen pitched the game that they won, and Manoa pitched the other game. Okay. Well, he, he pitched the third game of the series, I think. It's Rasmussen, Manoa, and then it is Waka versus TBD, but I believe I saw it was going to be Barrios. I'm not sure. Ooh. But I have TBD listed, but I thought I saw Barrios somewhere. That's annoying. I hate the Blue Jays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After, after what Robbie Ray did to us. Uh, last time we I'm sick him. and tired of Robbie Ray. Let's just let's just torch him. Yeah, please get get Shane some run support for his first game. That's what that's what you really need. Literally, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, those pants got to be way too tight. It might cut off circulation. It's not good. honestly. Maybe Shane Bosch should do the same thing. No, <laughs> I'm telling you, tight pants is going to be in next season. It's going to be all all the. All I'm the disturbed. I, I'm not. Pictures. Or both got going on, and both of them are Cy Young contenders. Exactly. So. That's why I'm. That's why someone I said should like episode. replace his pants with like normal pants, and then just see how he pitches. <laughs> These pants are too baggy for me. Ah, he needs that tight. No, no, maybe tightness. he does. What are now? We haven't done keys in a little bit. What are the keys to the series for the Rays? Like, how do they? How do they come out of the series looking good? Uh, you got to build. Like I just said, you got to build confidence with Shane Boz because he's. I mean, you're. I'm assuming you're gonna use him for the postseason if you're putting him in now. So you you really want to get that run support like against Robbie Ray, which is gonna be hard, but like it's it's crucial. Like he like if he wants to have a good start, you know, you got to build that confidence. Like he doesn't. You don't want him like be like, oh, I'm about to blow this game. It's like zero zero because Robbie Ray's been pitching, and then he gets like a bad inning. Like I feel like Shane Boz is like one of the most important. Uh, aspects of this series honestly because it's a new piece and pretty crucial gonna be pretty crucial going into the postseason and then you just want to like keep their offense at bay pitch will hit well guys pitch hill bitch (laughs) rich hill (laughs) hit well yes 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 (laughs) i I think i I think the most important thing to take out of this is yes yes (laughs) yes yes (laughs) yes yes squared do the baseball You just you want to good you want to do good against them. You know you're you're gonna be facing them later. Maybe probably maybe maybe. Who knows? All right, Bree, what are your keys to the series? Yeah, um, we just saw this team last week, so I would love to see some kind of adjustment made on the offensive side. Um, as far as pitching, I mean, pitch well, hit well, but just carry over what the pitching did in the last series into this one. I'm not going to put too much weight into Boz's performance his first game, unless it goes really well, because that fits our narrative. But um, if he does poorly, I mean, he's facing probably the best offense in baseball. Yeah. 
this is his first game. Like, I'm not going to be too upset about that. I also wouldn't expect him to go exceedingly deep in this game. If he only gets three, four innings, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, yeah, but just, I don't know, make the adjustments. Pitching, keep doing what you've been doing in the past series because that was really good. I agree. I feel like against the Blue Jays a lot, we're swinging for the fences too. Play some more small ball. Like, change yeah. it up a little bit. I don't know. Your defense isn't that good. Just put the ball in play. Yeah. Yeah, just I mean, like... I remember going to the game in 2018, um, and that was like that was when G-Man Choi got his in-the-park home run <laughs> against the Blue Jays, and that was the worst defensive game I've ever uh, of baseball I've ever seen from a team. So, That's an omen. <laughs> come on, that is an omen. I, I I'm with I'm with both of you guys on this. I think instill confidence in Boz jump on Robbie Ray. I think that's probably the biggest thing more than Boz is jumping on Robbie Ray. Definitely because. Just because he's a Cy Young candidate doesn't mean that that he's like a Cy Young candidate this year. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't mean he's untouchable. That doesn't mean he's perfection. Like, yeah, look at the other Cy Young candidates. Garrett Cole just got rocked. Yeah, like no guy is perfect except for Jacob Degrom, and then he got hurt. So, like, literally, if you're perfect, that means you're destined for the injured list, I guess. Um, yeah, like Tyler Glass now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, hundred percent. So. They can they they can get to Robbie Ray. They've got to him before. I don't know how much they got to him before, but they've got to him before, so they can get to him again. Uh, they they just need to show up on offense. They need to pitch well. They need to play really really good defense, and hopefully the fan support will help. I, I think that a lot of people are going to be coming out to these games. I've seen that there's been an uptick in attendance since they've started doing that ten dollar thing, which was great. Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm glad that they did that, and the fans responded by going to games, which is awesome. So if they can keep showing up, and hopefully there'll be a lot of people there tonight. I know Bree, you're going to the game, and hopefully a lot more people will be there tonight to go see Boz. Like that's really really helpful. So Definitely. having that having that support because the Blue Jays had that in Toronto, as we clearly saw, and as we've seen since they've gone back to Toronto, like those fans have been starving for baseball for two years, and they finally gotten it back. So hopefully the Rays will have the advantage of having just good good fan support there and and people that are going to be invested in games and it's going to back the team up so uh, that that's that's what i'm hoping players pick a player for this series brie starting with you who's your player or players uh um uh give me nelly cruz and michael walker like it gibby i'm doing one we haven't said his name in a while he he came up i'm pretty sure he he had a home run last series wait did he whom's this is? years ago it's g-man troy because we haven't said his name in a while i think he had a, yeah he had a home run uh i respect the second it. game um he had a good and he he's kind of been like there and then not there like these last two games he really was he hasn't like i mean he produced a few walks like last game but um i would i would just like to see him because he's like he's like a lighter and then this team is like a firework and as soon as g-man troy's on the whole team's on honestly He's still, he's still like the heart. He's one of the heart and souls of this team. So I'd love to see him just like really get at this series. I am. So other than B Lau, who has kind of been a little bit disappointing recently, he, he's shown up on the defensive end. He had a great game. The Brett Phillips game. That Ooh. was also a Brandon Lau hey, game. Wait, on the defensive end or on the offensive end? I'm trying to think back to it. The whole, the whole package. I think. Did he, he, did he hit a home run that game? I, I don't think he's hit a home run recently because he's stuck at 34 right now. Well, he, he got a hit. He got... I know I know. on the defensive end, he's turned it up a notch. 
I just want the offensive end to reflect the defense. He stole a huge base. He got a walk yes. in a big spot. Yes, yes, the base was a big one. I forgot I about mean, that. That that series, he had a really, really good series. So it I, wasn't, I would. It wasn't the powerful Brandon Lau that's going to hit. Well, I would like well I would like him to jump on some lefties this series and there's a big lefty that's coming up in game one that I would like to see him tee off and hit one about 600 feet um so that so that'd be nice and be, because there was a couple things that happened last year now I know that he was productive but Yandi there was a couple balls that he just missed I know he had I think didn't he have two straight games where he ended the game on a on a double play like he hit into a double play to end the game or something <laughs> like that like he was the final out of a game two straight games and uh, I, I mean, I just need him to get that confidence back, hit some bombs this series, tee off like he's been doing this year, which is good, and hopefully all will all will fall into place. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, quick roster news update. So to make room for Boz and the 40 men, Chris Archer has been put on the 60-day IL. So his season is over now, which sucks. Um, he did get some starts towards the end of the year, but I, I, I feel really, really bad for Chris. Yeah. Just an unfortunate end of the season, but. It's tough. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, like, that was such a waste of money. Like, I forget, someone was like, the Rays took a wasted, risk. The Rays wasted, like, so much money on signing him and Yoshi. <sighs> Yoshi is good. Like, I'm sorry. He just is. He there just, you go. There was just a lot of unfortunate circumstances that led to him not performing. And Ooh. he needed time to adjust. And he just, the Rays couldn't give him that because they are so good and they need someone who could perform today. Um, so that was just unfortunate. Yoshi's going to be great with the Pirates. And then we're going to look back and be like, oh, oh, remember when the Rays had him? You know, and it's going to be exactly. whatever. Um, as far as Archer, when he did pitch, like, obviously it wasn't a lot, but he, he looked really, really good. So, I mean, that's just kind of the Rays didn't miss in knowing that he was going to be good when he was on the mound. They just, it's just, you know, it's more, just the way the dice rolled. Yeah, it's just more unfortunate injuries. So yeah. that sucks. But and the I, other one, the other one that's of note for this is that Drew, uh, no, no, sorry, Kittredge. Andrew Kittredge was put on the 10 day IL with neck tightness, which I'm hoping is just fatigue. <laughs> it, it's a McClanahan back tightness. I'm assuming it's just fatigue. <laughs> Listen, I yeah. said this. I said this when McClanahan went on the IL like a few pods ago. I was like, they need to put Kittredge on the IL. <laughs> Because that man has been throwing so freaking much. Yeah. So, great move. Yeah. Uh, I also want to say, speaking of of relievers using high leverage, I, I really want Aaron Luke back. <laughs> he oh, my God. Like, he's so them. good. He's got, like, a sub – he's got basically, like, a one ERA this year in, like, 50-plus inning. I am – I'm going to keep talking about Aaron Luke because, like, he's so good. I miss Luke. He honestly. is good. But you got to understand, like, he's so expensive. And look what the Rays have for, like, no money. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. I just I just miss Aaron Luke. He's so good. He I'm, glad he's, I'm glad he's doing well. It's just the Mets suck. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's just like Pop-Tarts and Great Value Pop-Tarts. Great Value Pop-Tarts are just as good as regular Pop-Tarts. Don't believe the hype, guys. <laughs> I never would have thought that I would have heard that on here. But here You're we welcome. are. You're welcome. There's, there, there's a first time for everything, apparently. Dropping knowledge. Dropping knowledge. Gibby's dropping knowledge. You're welcome. <laughs> don't buy the uh, brand just buy the great value it's fine don't buy the... any notable baseball stuffs over the weekend i know vlad's getting close to the triple crown thing mookie that was cool did you see oh that? yeah the uh the first um who was the guy who hit the home run on the reds but the guy a uh, guy on the reds hit his first career home run and then and then uh, a fan threw the ball back to mookie who then gave it back to the reds and then he ended up giving 
or getting a fan to sign back from uh, the guy who hit the home run. So shout out to him. That was cool for him to like just have the awareness that it was that kid on the other team's first hit and home run. And then to ask the fan about that. And it was cool by the fan to be like, yeah, sure. Mookie, like no question. I want to, I want to ask you guys about that. Cause I asked about it on Twitter. If you guys ever caught someone's first career home run, what, what would you do? Well, I, I do the, the Zach Hample thing and ask for the signed bat. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, would you give it back immediately or would you wait until like stadium security talk to you and then I, try yeah, to, like, would, bargain with them? I well, would, I mean, how do you give it back immediately? Unless like, I'm not trying to throw did. it back on them. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 Like throwing it back on the field, that kind of thing, or like keeping it until the end of the game and then do, meeting the player. Because do people you, do that? Like when they catch a first one, do they just throw it back? It's like they want. No, it. I've never I, seen I, that happen before. Yeah, That's it's the like reason usually why I was a, like, there's usually a negotiation. So I would like something in return if I'm giving up the ball. Cause like, also if I caught the ball, it'd be like my first like home run caught mm-hmm. too. So that, that'd be personal to me too. Yeah. I almost Honestly. had that. And then get, you know what, <laughs> you know, you know, the ultimate karma of that is that Salvi was the one who hit it. Like oh, no. every day, this just bite me in the ass more and more. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Here, wait, Bri, Bri, what would you end up doing? I wouldn't be like a jerk about it. Cause I know some people are like, Oh no, don't make them, don't give it back. unless they give you season tickets and like a bunch of signed merchandise. I'm like, I'm not going to be like that. It's like kids first home run. Like, yeah, give me give me just one thing back. Like, yeah, like, uh, do a trade. I'd love to like take a picture and then that's fine. Yeah, yeah I'd also I would, like to take a picture with them. Maybe. I was going to say the thing that I would ask for is a, like to be able to give the so I, I think this is kind of what Zach Hample has done, but like give the ball to the player and then take a photo with him and then sign bat sign ball. Yeah, that's fine. Honestly. And like maybe like tickets to like another game, like one game maybe yeah yeah like i wouldn't ask for season they'd tickets like, but like, like you're pushing a little me, bit now bud <laughs> well, if they could give me like just like the cheapest tickets to like the next game i'm in just like oh yeah there's like there's like the the, the cheapies in the uh in the upper deck i'll just take those for the next game we're all good <laughs> exactly yeah but i thought that that was cool also this is going to be i'm going to make sure this comes out before tonight sunday uh, monday night football I know this is not baseball related, but who the hell's playing tonight? That's probably a good thing. I should probably know that. <laughs> <laughs> Monday night football. Who's playing? It is. Oh, God. Lions it's... and Packers. Oh, God. This is a terrible game. <laughs> All Man, right. we've been shooting on Detroit all all this episode. Uh, I'm so sorry, Detroit. So you, you guys don't deserve this. All right, yeah, you don't deserve it, especially since you just like split a series with us. Yeah, that's true. All right, all right, let's let's end this with Monday Night Football predictions. I don't know. I, I, guess, I guess I don't even know if Aaron Rodgers wants to be there right now. That's the only <laughs> X factor here. Normally, it's just Packers, Packers, Packers. You know, but uh, I'm I'm not sure how motivated Aaron is right now. Especially after that last game. I mean, that was just a travesty of all proportions. Uh, on all sides of the ball. What an embarrassing football team, honestly. Um, and the only the only thing that I am holding on to here is that they're facing the Lions. So you never know how what, what they're gonna do or how they're gonna show up. So I guess I'll bet on I'll, I guess I'll bet on Aaron because I think he's a little mad because like people have been roasting his ass for the last week now. Um so so are you going? So, so are you going Packers? 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 Go pack, go. Packers? Question mark is is, is Gibby's answer. Bree, <laughs> who, who, who are you picking? I'm going Packers. Period. 
<laughs> Period. Question mark. I'm gonna call it a clean sweep. They're playing at Lambeau. It's not if if they blow it at Lambeau, then then you might as well just give sell up the, the team. Season. Yeah, sell the sell team. The team. <laughs> sell the fans on the team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll the be fans. like, I'm just, selling just, my shares. I'm selling my shares. It's, it's all, all the fans just like put themselves up for sale. You know what, guys? We're just we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Free agent. <laughs> all right. Well, Dude, that's on the that. only NFL stadium with bench seating. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. You are right. That's a good point. Bench seating. Gotta hate it. <laughs> hate it. Especially up north. Like, what are you doing? Oh man, uh, Maryland's football stadium is all bench seating. Like, um, uh, I mean, I got used to it, but like, it sucks. <laughs> it's, it sucks, but it's such is life. All right. Well, on that note, uh, we are going to conclude this latest episode of Razor Roof. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to us and support us. Uh, we're almost at 2,000 followers, which is kind of an insane thing. We're like less than 150 away. So that's, that's really crazy, awesome. So, yeah, that it's 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 wild. So make sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts, Razor Roof TV, Razor Roof Twitch on our Twitch account, Razor Roof, our YouTube account. This podcast keeps supporting us as you guys have been. If you guys have, if if you guys want to sponsor us, or you have any comments, questions, concerns about anything going on uh, here, uh, raise the roof TV at gmail.com and our website, raise the roof tv.com. Uh, with all that being said, thanks so much for listening. And as always, raise up. Raise up, baby.